Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come! It's a me, Jayla, but you can call me Justin, and if you're joining us for the first time, well, we are Geekcentric, a podcast covering the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geekcentric. Joining me for today's spoiler-free review, we have two Goombas who are about to level up this review, Miss Megan Clara and Darcy Hudson. How are you both doing today? Yahoo! Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt to do one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did. I worked really hard to try to nail the Chris Pratt Mario, and I, I, I think it's, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. You did, you did pretty, uh, good, pretty good. I mean, that's pretty what you're good. going yeah, for. Yeah, I think so Nate, Nate will probably have some across. feedback. Yeah, Nate will probably have some <laughs> feedback once he, once he listens to it. Uh, but listen, like I said, we are going to be talking about uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, spoiler free. But before we get into that, uh, I wanted to know. Uh, it feels like this has been a long time coming. Uh, for fans of Mario, for fans of Nintendo, and the lead up with this movie, with the marketing material, all the all the visuals we got, the the hype was real. I wanted to know for you guys before we get into our discussion, what was your hype level going into the Super Mario Brothers movie? Meg, let's start with you. Oh my gosh, it was like a twenty thousand out of ten. The moment they announced <laughs> they were doing a Mario movie, I was jacked up. I was like, this is a fantastic game franchise to turn into an animated movie because you don't have to do a lot of adjustment, especially with where Mario has gotten to in terms of what they look like. So you wouldn't have to do a lot of adjustment into an animated movie like platform. So I was like, I can totally see them doing who knows how many different versions of a story. I like who knows what we'll get. And didn't disappoint me. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of all things 3D Mario and talking about the platformers, 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, Odyssey. So when when they announced the movie, I had very much the same thought. It's like, oh, it's just going to like Odyssey, but an hour and a half long cutscene, which I yeah. am fully on board for. And <laughs> like you said, Meg, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie from start to finish. Yeah, I, I was, uh, you know, I don't consider myself a hardcore Mario fan. I'm a fan of Mario. I grew up with it, uh, with, with the games in my life. I, I didn't have a console and I didn't play it religiously until I was like 10. But even then it was it was difficult because I, I just wasn't a console gamer. Like my parents kind of held back on getting me a console until I was like over the age of 10. And then, you know, getting the frustration of playing the game and, and the struggles and stuff like that. I just never did. But, in, you know, in my later years, you know, definitely uh, the N64 version, another one that was murderous. Uh, but Galaxy <laughs> was really great on on the Wii. And I really loved Odyssey. And I, I did actually, I, I can say that I already beat Odyssey. I didn't get everything probably, but I, I beat the game and I really enjoyed okay. it. Um, and yeah, I think to the point of what you guys were saying, the world of Mario makes sense for animation uh we did have a awful 
<laughs> live action from 1993 that, uh, you know, it's a love or hate relationship, depending on how you look at it. Some people really dislike it. I know Nintendo did. I know the, the creators did because <laughs> it just it didn't necessarily it did not uh, uh, ring true to what they had hoped for Mario. But I also just I think it proved a point that Mario doesn't need to live in live action. There's so much more flexibility in animated and that's what had me so hyped from the first tr mm -hmm. trailer from the first look just to see the you know i'm going to use this this throughout uh, my review but the cinematic treatment to mario and to mario's world and, and and the characters it's handled so well and the trailers did a really great job of of showcasing that and the movie really does deliver so with that out of the way i think it's time that we hit the warp pipe and travel to the Mushroom Kingdom, because this is our spoiler-free review for the Super Mario Brothers movie. For the first time, the iconic global entertainment brands Illumination and Nintendo join forces to create the Super Mario Brothers movie, a new big-screen adventure starring one of pop culture's most prominent plumbers of the past four decades. Based on the world of Nintendo's Mario games, the film invites audiences into a vibrant, thrilling new universe unlike anything created before in an action-packed, exuberant cinematic comedy. See, they use the buzzword too. Uh, <laughs> while working underground to fix a water main, Brooklyn plumbers Mario, voiced by Chris Pratt, and brother Luigi, voiced by Charlie Day, are transported down a mysterious pipe and wander into a magical new world. But when the brothers are separated, Mario embarks on an epic quest to find Luigi. With the assistance of the Mushroom Kingdom residents Toad, voiced by Keegan-Michael Key, and some training from the strong-willed ruler of the Mushroom Kingdom, Princess Peach, voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy, Mario taps into his own powers. The Super Mario Brothers movie features an extraordinary comedic cast, including Jack Black as Bowser, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kemic, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike, plus a special voice appearance by Charles Martinet, who has voiced the character of Mario and Luigi in the Super Mario games for more than 30 years. The film is directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelenic with a screenplay from Matthew Fogel. This is a collaboration with Nintendo and Illumination and distributed by Universal Pictures. The movie hits theaters tomorrow, April 5th. A huge thanks to our friends at Universal Canada for inviting us out to the screening so we can get our review to you early. All right. Let's get into it. We are going to be talking about four different pillars of this movie. Uh, so we're going to start with animation. We're going to move into performances. We're going to talk about music. And we're also going to talk about, obviously, the story. And through that, uh, we usually do a what works and what didn't work. But I think throughout, if you guys feel like there's something that worked and didn't work, feel free to let our listeners know uh, in that moment. So let's kick things off talking about the animation and visuals. Uh, Meg, I'm going to throw it right at you because I know you're our, <laughs> our animation, in-house animation expert. I know this is part of the reason why you were so excited. I could see the joy on your face in the theater. I just like peeked over in the corner. You were just smiling. Uh, so let us know. What did you think of the, of the animation? Well, I was going to say, Darcy definitely could tell sitting next to me. I was on the edge of my seat with a giant smile on my face and my chin in my hands the entire movie. When Sorry? the movie was starting, you were shaking. I had to like, I was, I, 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 like patted you on the shoulder and be like, just chill out. We'll, we'll get through this. Calm down. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into like the major thing that got me so excited later. But the animation was like, 
so like I said at the beginning, it this game lends itself, especially Galaxy and Odyssey, it lends itself to be an animated movie. Mm-hmm. They already had the bones there. So mm-hmm. the way they were able to elevate the style of the characters while still keeping them very classically Mario. Like, you know, the 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 horrible treatment they gave Sonic before? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they did not try to do that with Mar- with Mario. They they gave him to us the way we know him to be. All of the characters were just like like I said, elevated. Bowser, Donkey Kong, Peach, they all were very you know, th- them. They were themselves, yes. but just mm-hmm. in this really beautiful animation style by illumination and mm-hmm. The colors were amazing. It was so mm. hard to like keep my focus on one thing because everything was so beautifully animated. The landscapes, the characters, the background, like the props even. The level of animation and and beauty that they brought to the colorful world of the Mushroom Kingdom was also really well done in a more muted Brooklyn. So... Yeah. Seeing those contrasts was really amazing. The entire thing. I just like can't say enough good things about the animation of this movie. Yeah. It it was beautiful. I yeah. mean, for me, the standout animation, I got gotta be those mustache mustache hairs. Just the hair in general yeah. in this movie looks so great. In like yeah. when they're like kind of fiddling with their mustache, you can hear it and everything like that. And you can like yeah. that's what it would sound like running your finger through that thick mu- lips lip broomstick. Yeah. It was yeah. great. And like even the scales on Bowser, like I was getting yes. like with the dino movies you've gotten in the past, this was just, he felt like a dinosaur turtle and it was mm-hmm. so great while still, like you said, Meg, re- maintaining that core character sh- composition, like the yellow, ha- the yellow scales, you know, green shell, red hair, everything looked perfect, but was, I'm stealing your word, elevated because it was so, <laughs> yep. like everything felt so real. Like if I, I feel like I could touch the screen and feel yeah. the textures that they were, they were bringing to life. It was incredible. Well, this is part of that cinematic treatment. And again, like animation is the first pillar that we're talking about because it's a visual feast that brings the Mushroom Kingdom to life in ways that are both faithful to the source material and excitingly new. It, the, the animation is vibrant, it's colorful, and it's full of energy in it. And it's it's completely, it's a total delight to watch from start to finish. Like, honestly, and like you said, like, Meg, the, the muted colors, like, I think that kind Absolutely. of, you know, it sort of f- finds a way into into the Mushroom Kingdom as well with the textural elements and the way things are yeah. are graded. And, and, and I, I feel like, again, that's part of that cinematic treatment. You know, one of the standouts uh, uh, about the animation is how it captures the look and feel of classic Mario video games, while also, as we said, elevating it. You know, iconic landscapes, familiar characters, everything is instantly recognizable to fans of the games. But at the same time, the animation also takes some creative liberties. It's It feels a little bit more like the eyes, and like you said, like the, the hair, the textural elements, that's elevated so much more in a cinematic way. It gives more for the worlds to be fleshed out in, in a three-dimensional look, and, and it's just perfectly suited for the medium. And with that, character designs, as we were talking about, particularly are something that are really noteworthy. Um, I think it, it stays, again, honest and true to what we know. But Mario and Luigi, for example, they're, they're given slightly more realistic looks uh, that make them feel more like, you know, world plumbers than just cartoon characters. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they just, they feel like they're they're more uh, rounded. And, and Bowser, like you were saying, 
our main villain, he's given a menacing presence with a badass hair flow. Like, it's just so <laughs> wicked how it's like. So luscious. Yeah. Like, I was just like, man, I want to take that to my hairdresser and be like, can you give me this haircut? Like, <laughs> please. Um, but, yeah. the, you know, again, the way they, they designed his character, the way they gave him that menacing look, the way they made every character look, you know, the animation you can't be like, we can't say enough. It's just top notch. It brings the world of the game to life in a nostalgic, fresh way. I, I was, you know, as, as someone who's a fan of, of animation and of Mario, I think this is the perfect marriage of the two. And it really does establish, again, the, 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 the adaptation quality, the, the transition from video game to cinematic for the Mario world, bravo to Illumination. And they just, they killed it. They absolutely killed it with, with the look and feel of of this uh, of the visuals and camera work i know that uh, the camera work for me was probably the best you know we're used to some of the the side scrolling which there's moments we get that there's there's moments that call to the game lovingly but we also get to see you know swooping cameras you know flying up almost like drone-esque style yeah. as it whips around and it you know it freeze frames and slow-mo it's they used all of the typical movie magic elements in the right places to help elevate the you know power sets and to see things kind of happen in front of your eyes it is it's it's a marvel it's it's so well done yeah. On on the drive back afterwards, you were saying how they, they basically treated the camera as if it was another character, mm -hmm. which again rings true to a Mario game with the first Mario game being filmed by Lakitu. Like that whole point of yeah. view oh, over Mario's shoulder is Lakitu. So the fact that they almost embraced that because the character is, or sorry, the camera movement is so dynamic. Like it felt like Avengers level, Star Wars level, where they're really taking you through these epic moments but the characters that are going through them are just mario characters and it's just so bright and colorful and so refreshing yes like it was yeah. so great it was so much fun to watch the, yeah from start to finish and and like like you said like because we're familiar with so much of the elements that are at play in this movie it does feel refreshing because it's it's seen through a new lens it's seen mm -hmm. through the lens totally. of a movie mm -hmm. right and it's just it's they achieved so much and yeah that's like that's me gushing about animation, okay? Because, like, <laughs> honestly, that is that is the the top thing that I absolutely took away from this movie. Um, let's move on to our next pillar here. Let's talk about these voice performances. I know there was a lot of conversation leading up to this movie. Chris Pratt, how's he going to pull it <laughs> off? You know, everyone's used to used to Charles Martinet's you know iconic voices for both Mario and Luigi. I gotta say, just to kick things off, Chris Pratt was fantastic. He mm -hmm. was oh, yeah. charming, he was heartwarming, he he had the right influx in his voices at emotional points and when he was excited. Um, some of the voice performances do come off as like very, this is a kid's movie, because there's just a, a very articulated uh, amount of emotion that is delivered in the performance, but he, he nailed it. I, I think he was mm -hmm. like, honestly, like he's one of my favorite parts of the movie. And I think it's because a lot of people gave him flack. Like they were like, yeah. how is he going to be Mario? Well, he fucking did it. Let me just say <laughs> it, okay? Mm -hmm. He took it's, it in his own direction. It was so, it was great. It, he now is a voice of Mario. Not saying that Charles Martinet isn't, but I now consider Chris Pratt to be just as much uh, of the voice of Mario. So it is... He did a great job, at, like you said, bringing the heart and, and warmth to this character and really making him feel like a, an actual person instead of just the video game character that we've controlled for all these years. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool to see that for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got so much depth, not only in 
in Mario, but Luigi, in Peach, in mm-hmm. Bowser, in like in Donkey Kong, like we yeah. got depth to these characters who've never had a backstory. So it was really amazing to have these actors portray these characters in a new way, in a fun way, and sometimes yes, in a bit of a kid way, but I think the movie lent that well. Yeah. And it knows uh, its audience, right? Yeah, it clearly exactly. knows its audience. You know, Charlie Day was perfect as a petrified, terrified Luigi. So good. <laughs> like after seeing the movie, I understand why he was casted as Luigi. He was yep. perfect. Um I, I do think Jack Black does steal the show though oh, as Bowser. 100%. Um, 100%. And and I with that I think is also Donkey Kong played by a uh, voice by Seth Rogen. I think both of them are bringing themselves to these iconic characters. Yeah. Right? So Jack Black is being very Jack Black over the top heavy metal Jack Black um villainous <laughs> and you know Seth Rogen is just being Seth Rogen. He is Donkey Seth Rogen, Kong, right? And but it gives like you said though it gives depth to the character of, of Donkey Kong and honestly makes me excited to see more, whether he's in his own thing or in Mario for future movies. Like, honestly, so good. And I think that that's, that's where you have to strike the balance of putting the right amount of yourself into the voice acting performances. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like they might have done something with uh, Keegan-Michael Key's voice for Toad, where they kind of might have done something, or he might have done something where he kind of squeaked it. But it was cute. It was adorable. It, and was, it, was, it was a great Toad. I loved it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> nearly as grating as the Toad that we all know from yeah. the video games. Well, with so, this gravelly, high-pitched voice that no right. one likes. <laughs> so, but this is where, when they cast Charlie Day, I thought he was going to be Toad. Right. Oh. Because his voice... <laughs> to me, sounds closer to the toad that we all know that goes, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Charlie Day could have pulled that off. But now having seen the film, the the depth, like we are saying, that they brought to those characters makes sense for Luigi. And Keegan did the perfect toad for this movie and for the cinematic Mario world. Yes. That is the toad that we wanted to see. And I didn't even know that's what I wanted. Well, that's just (laughs) it. And that's where the liberties come in. That's where the adaptation comes in. And I think that each of this cast that brings their own personality to the voices of the characters that they're, that they're playing. It's perfect. I I had no problem with anyone's performance. Um, There is a surprise and delightful performance from Charles, Martinet. I will not spoil it. We will not spoil it because no, we are no, spoiler no, free. No. But as as mentioned, he is in the movie. That is known. Um, but keep your ears open because it's it's great. Um, and I absolutely loved it. And and it made me. It kind of it, it it made me a little emotional at the uh, you know to hear it because just just it's so signature and the way they they bring it in. It's perfect. It's mm-hmm. it's just such mm-hmm. a nice homage to the original voice. So I love it. Yeah. Um, so anything else about the cast? You guys got anything else? They wow, were all look incredible. at this. That's we're, it. Yeah. That's, we're <laughs> we're positive through. We're positive through. <laughs> Let's get to another big positive. This one is is a, a massive hit. Uh, and that is the music. Uh the music is as as we know as Mario fans, it is so signature. Every level has its own has its own song. And honestly, for me, we just talked about a star-studded voice cast this to me is the real star of the movie is the music it is a defining part of the movie brian tyler uh takes the original music from the games uh designed by koji kondo and gives it again the cinematic treatment he (laughs) blends it in so beautifully so good 
the composition was so thoughtful. Yeah, for sure. They they took the what the game, like you said, has these iconic tracks. And when you hear them, you're immediately transported back to the levels that you hear them in repeated because the music is timeless. They bring them back oh, yeah. for new games and everything like that because it is so good. And it is just taken to the next level. And the fact that you'll be halfway through a scene and you realize, hold on a second, the music going on right now is from level one, two, and I didn't even notice or whatever. Like these, these small little things that are just so like seamlessly integrated into the cinematic experience that you forget you're watching a video game movie and like you know you recognize all this music because it's from a game you've played before but it's in a whole new new level and so so well done yeah mm. it was yeah standout star of the, the movie for sure was that soundtrack well and what i was talking about when we were on the ride home was that the music felt like its own character throughout the entire film brian tyler made himself known and he composed some really incredible music and background music using the original soundtrack but making it a new vibrant exciting thing to like you said Darcy just sort of catch and realize that you're hearing something you've heard before but it sounds a little bit different one of my favorite tunes of Mario is when he's underground and it's doing the and they use that throughout the movie mm -hmm. in different ways mm -hmm. and I got excited every time I heard it. Yeah. The one thing that makes the music in this movie so effective is the way it is used to enhance the storytelling. You know, the main yep. theme, for example, is used in an effective way during the film's most exciting and action-packed uh, sequences, creating a sense of energy and excitement that is that perfectly matches the on-screen action. Uh, but the music also serves as more of a subtle purpose, like helping to set the tone and atmosphere of the film. Like whether it's it's an eerie, mysterious tones, you know, like you were describing, Meg, that <laughs> the accompany the appearance of, of Bowser or the upbeat, playful music that plays during Mario and Luigi as they're together on screen. Like it's just so well done. And it's it's definitely a real standout. And just as much as we're, you know, we're, we will talk about in the next portion here the story and, and tie in a little bit more of an Easter egg, but this is riddled with Easter eggs as well. Oh, you yeah. have to listen to it because sometimes they just float through your ear and out and you're like, wait, did I hear that right? Did I hear that right? I cannot wait to download the soundtrack so I can just I, have if it. If I could have done it yesterday, I yeah. would have. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I was trying to find it somewhere. I really hope Mondo decides to put out a vinyl uh, press of it because I'm always tempted to buy uh mondo's vinyls and this might be the first one that i actually do buy because uh, it is so good okay let's move into the last part of our uh, spoiler free discussion here which is the story now the story i think is going to be a topic of conversation it already is uh, there are reviews out now where people are talking about the the fin or very one note story but with the lead up to this movie like we were talking about at the top here there's 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 been trailers there's been marketing materials they've they've uh, posted sequences and scenes for you to watch uh to kind of get a taste of 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 certain things like the music like the characters and 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 so on and so forth but the story seems to be very thin and and very very simple and it kind of goes back to what i think we were talking about originally where they know their audience i think they really are dialing in for the kids i think this is a a great kids movie a simple story that kids will follow but i i do understand from some of these critics that the story is very light and it is 
paced very quickly and you know it's sort of a, a one beat and and it's not necessarily as built out as it could be but i would also ask them well what did you expect yeah that's like one of my main things going in was who knows what they're going to tell because mario has so many directions it could go but also the same essential thing happens in every single mario game so isn't it great that they paid homage to a classic Mario game and gave us a very structured, very Mission. simple, yeah. laid out story? Yeah. That's that's what the Mario games are. So right. exactly. What, what did you want them to do? Yeah. What depth did you want them to give aside from just introducing these well, characters into a film? Well, exactly. Aspect? Because I think that what their argument is, is that, you know, the movie's a vessel for Easter eggs, for yes. for fan service. Um, and this thin story is just like, okay, well, you know, that's the story that we're going with. But remember, well, this so is... so bad about that? <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, too, we, we have to remember, this is the first movie, right? <laughs> and, and the point of this movie is to introduce us to the world, the characters, right? And and the, the sort of ins and outs of how things how things work in this cinematic adaptation of Mario. And I think on that basis, it does a lot. But I will say, like, I, I can recognize what people are talking about. Sequences feel very siloed and then stitched together to help move the story along. Like, obviously, from the trailers, we see that uh, Luigi lands in a very spooky, reminiscent of a, a Luigi's Mansion adventure. And, you know, what I appreciated about what they did, and again, another part of that that treatment of bringing it to the big screen and making it a, a movie is how certain sequences were shot in very genre style films. Mm -hmm. So we got some horror movie. We got like the the fantasy knights at a round table preparing for battle. We got the training <laughs> montage sequence. You know, we we got uh, we got the Fast and the Furious in more ways than one. Even with from the sense of like in in the way that this story does keep a really simple message about family, about brotherhood, and about just believing in yourself. And those mm -hmm. are all things that we know. We could think of a hundred other kids' movies that have also done that in their own way, like Minions. You know what I mean? Like, again, I, I just think that they, they knew their audience. This is why this story might be thin and light because it's it's not necessarily about creating a, a deep, thought-provoking film for the adults of the movie. It's for adults to take their kids to go see this movie so the kids enjoy it and you get to enjoy it as the adult saying, oh, I remember all this stuff that yeah. they're delivering. Because there is Easter eggs in every galore. scene. Like every scene every is another scene. Easter egg, basically. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Like, it's you have to, to watch this movie a few times. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> multiple, multiple times you need to yeah. watch it because, you know, there is some sequences in Brooklyn. I, I think we were we were talking about some of the Easter eggs that we might have seen there without affirming or having any official validation we know new rock stars is probably gonna oh, gonna put out a, a, a huge a breakdown uh, <laughs> of it um so i look forward to to that but yeah i i, I understand the problems that maybe some people have and, and how it's thin but i don't know i still had you know a smile on my face from ear to ear from start to finish when watching this movie and i think i knew what i was getting myself into you, you kind of summed it up pretty perfectly there in that like yeah the story isn't much but because there wasn't much to the story, and it was—it's like, not saying it's a bad story. Like you said, we've we've seen this it's told simple. so many times before. Yeah. It is a 
it's a good classic story and it's great for kids to watch. It's a great message for them to learn and stuff like that. Again, the adults seeing this movie are going to enjoy more finding all those Easter eggs and all those little nostalgic throwbacks that take you back to playing the game when you were a kid and stuff like that. And that's, I think because the story was so light, I was able to do that a bit more than I normally would because Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe I don't need to pay attention to this scene because it's not going to impact the story later on. There's a couple of funny jokes, but there are so much more (laughs) in this scene to take away for the fans of the game in this franchise. So it's, yeah, the story was light, but I wasn't affected by that at all. Well, and also I would say for the adults who are hearing all these reviews and going, oh, well, then I'll just like wait till it's out on whatever platform it comes out on and I'll just put it on for the kids and I won't pay attention. There is a very good level of dry sarcasm Mm -hmm, throughout mm -hmm. this film that really spoke to my heart. So um, I would definitely recommend it on the funny level. It is great. There's a lot of moments to have a good chuckle and a good like, huh, is that okay to be in a kid's movie? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's fantastic. And they play with that, you know, very much like Pixar. uh, I feel like, you know, they're they're having fun with it because they want to they want to wink and nod to the adults, right? They want to yeah. be able to have some humor there. All That's ages. why they're exactly. And I, the funny thing is, we just talked about Mario, a game that spans almost four decades. That's a large group of people that you are including. Yeah. That that's like I'm looking forward to taking and, and and showing this movie to my nephews who who know who Mario is. They haven't played the games because they're too young. But they know who Mario is. They they yeah. know what Mario Kart is. They've seen it, right? So now when they see this, they'll they'll have another understanding of it. So this is a great entry point for you know new kids. Like I even think of my daughter, right? Like being able to, you know, before introducing her to video games, I can introduce her to this movie, and she'll probably enjoy the adventure of it. And I think that that's that's what's really a huge selling point for the story. Which, again, it's you know. What do you expect? You know, what did and you also, expect? <laughs> 90 minutes? Like, oh, why are this, you complaining about you a thin story that. when it's 90 minutes? <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. This movie sails. And it's oh, it's, yeah. it's actually really, it's really great uh, for, for how fast. I Like, as much as people have also been saying, like, I wish we could have stuck around in a little bit more of those places a little bit longer. I'm like, well, there's going to be more movies. You, know, you can't this have is everything. Just... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, like, again, it's like, but then... We we know that this movie is an entry point into exactly. more movies, into who knows, series. I think there's potential for series. There's potential for so much for them to do. Um, and we know we're getting sequels probably uh, sooner rather than later because this movie is going to make bank this oh, yeah. weekend. <laughs> this movie is going to make mad bank. Um, but yeah, with that said, uh, I think it's time that we wrap this sucker up, head back to Brooklyn. And give our final thoughts and rating, which we will be uh, rating out of one to five superstars. Darcy, why don't you kick things off? Well, like I said, I enjoy myself from start to finish in this movie. I had a smile on my face the entire time, whether it was from the music, from a joke, the references, just everything about this movie brought a smile to my face in the best way possible. Animation was great. Cast performances are awesome. And the music... We said that already, that it was a standout star, and I cannot wait to get the soundtrack. I'm not a big soundtrack guy, but this one I will be revisiting for years to come because it is so nostalgic and brings in all these games that I love so much. So, again, this was an easy five out of five superstars for me because it is everything I wanted from a Mario movie and more. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Meg, how about yourself? 
Well, I'll keep this short and sweet just like this fantastic movie. <laughs> it was such a blast for all ages. Endless Easter eggs for anyone who's played a Mario game or played Nintendo in general. Nostalgia out the wazoo and a surprise around every pipe corner. I am going to give this a five out of five superstars. <laughs> wow. Five out of five. Guys, I'm shocked. I mean, I have nothing to complain about. No, just, so <laughs> I, I know. I know. And like I, I preface this for our listeners. I know when we're passionate about things, you know, we're not looking for things to 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 dock points. If we loved it, we loved it. And yep. I couldn't agree more with you guys. Mamma mia, this movie is amazing. <laughs> uh, from start to finish, I was impressed with the the love and attention to detail put into the vibrant animation. Illumination killed it. The world of Mushroom Kingdom was brought to life in a way that was both faithful to the games and just visually stunning. Uh, I loved the playful, cartoonish aesthetic. Uh, and the energy that it brought to the film really felt like the aesthetic of the game brought to life in, in just new ways. There's more textures. There's more elements at play that, again, give it that cinematic treatment. I'm bringing it home, guys. I'm bringing it home. <laughs> uh, there are so many standouts, as we've already talked about. Uh, voice performances, incredible. Jack Black, definitely show stealer as Bowser. Chris Pratt, was wonderful. He was charming. He was fantastic. He is... He is he is Mario now, in my opinion. He he is the cinematic version of Mario. I love it. I, I can't wait to see him again. Like we said, so many nods to games of the past that are, are going to be a treat for fans. Uh, you know, there's Easter eggs hidden throughout the film, and, and literally it's going to take multiple times to watch to catch them all. But I think upon first watch, you are going to have such a smile on your face if you're a Mario or Nintendo fan. The real star for me personally is the music. Brian Tyler's score is a delightful throwback to the classic Super Mario Brothers game. The music brought a sense of fun and whimsy to the film that perfectly captured the spirit of the games. But as we were talking about towards the end here, I think the biggest point of conversation is going to be the overall story and pacing. You know, this movie is fast. It clocks in at exactly 90 minutes with credits. And while I can understand the desire of expecting more from the overall story, I think it's important to remember that this is the first movie that serves to be an introduction to the world of Mario and its characters and, and, and the sort of cinematic treatment, if you will. And it's a kid's movie. While the story may be thin, I, I do think that the story is simple enough for kids to follow with great values to take away like family believing in yourself these are just key themes that we see played out in other kids movies and i think this one does it really really well with the characters from mario i think it does it really well i think it's it's great and i it's very much something illumination would do like they their movies would would definitely have that you know, in the end, I was smiling ear to ear watching this movie. It's fun. It's an entertaining ride that will delight both fans of the games and casual fans because I consider myself more of a casual fan than like a deep, deep cut fan of the game. So I, I think some of those Easter eggs probably went over my head. But you can tell that this movie was made by fans that filled every inch of the frame with loving callbacks and Easter eggs. And while it might not be the masterpiece of cinema that people were hoping it would be, it's a nostalgic treat that sure put a smile on my face. I'm giving it five out of five superstars and can't wait to see what the future holds for this beloved franchise on the big screen. Wahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> um, well, that's it for our spoiler-free review for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Again, a huge thanks to our friends at Universal Studios Canada for inviting us out to see this movie ahead of its release, which is hitting theaters tomorrow, 
April 5th. So get your tickets. Go see it. Uh, you're going to love it if you're a Mario fan. If you're a Nintendo fan, you're going to love it. Uh, but that's it for us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to write into the show and let us know your thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie, once you've seen it, maybe we're crazy, maybe it isn't a five out of five across the board, well, you can let us know at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter at GeekcentricYT or on Instagram at we are geekcentric. Keep in mind, we have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest movies and TV shows and games, including our most recent spoiler-free reviews. Uh, we posted a spoiler-free review for Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, which is in theaters now. And we also have two spoiler-free reviews for streaming movies, one for the Apple TV original movie, Tetris, and one for the Korean film that is on Netflix right now called the kill box soon all of those are spoiler free uh, we also have our most recent episode of this week in geek where we were actually fortunate enough to sit down with fearless fred uh radio personality from q107 who's also a huge geek he hung out with us and we discussed some star wars news uh what he thought of punisher returning to disney plus and we also discussed his new comic series with the first issue out now the series is called dead romans and is published by image comics uh, he was kind enough to share some insight on the new series which is absolutely incredible and if you're a fan of all things star wars we did just wrap up our watch club for the bad batch season two all episodes are out now for you to enjoy uh we are putting a pause on our watch club for the mandalorian season three uh the geeks are heading out to star wars celebration they're going to be traveling europe for a little while so they're going to be arriving back after the finale of the mandalorian season three so we will be dropping a spoiler-filled discussion about the last four episodes, uh, probably shortly after the finale's release. Uh, but you can expect us to post a This Week in Geek episode where the geeks recant their adventures at Star Wars Celebration and we talk about all the news. So be sure to subscribe so you know when those episodes drop. Meg, Darcy, thank you for joining me for this Super Mario Brothers review. I was so excited to do it. I'm so excited that we got to see it. But until next time, as we say... Laters. Bye. Peace.